On today's episode, my good friend David Mark Young blind tastes me on a bottle he found on his way across the Midwest to spend some time in Kentucky. And then we get into pivots, more pivots we have to make when building a brand and a concept. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Dedman and David Mark Young. Well, welcome to another episode of Blending Bourbon, a podcast sponsored by Golden Sheaf. My name is Dixon Dedman of 2XO Whiskey, joined as always by the Monica to my Rachel and the only man who pays good money to have salt put in his peppery beard, the man that is Golden Sheaf himself, David Mark Young. Thanks for being here in again, we're back in my office. We're, we're, we're right across the table from each other. Again. Right across the table from each other, right here back in Dixonville. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for that warm welcome, Jennifer Aniston or Rachel. Should I say, yeah, I'll, I'll take Monica. That's I'm good with that. Thank you. Yeah. At least you didn't make me Joey or Ross or wait, well, that would have been better. No, you could, you are definitely a Joey. Uh, at least when it comes <laughs> to setting up your podcast equipment. How you doing? <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for having me here. It's always lovely, fantastic to be in Kentucky, especially your neck of the woods. This is uh, always a treat for me, so I really appreciate it. Well, I, you know, you're you're here working, and I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to swing by and. And 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 you come bearing gifts. You brought a a slew of of things for me. And apparently, we're going to kick off the show. Oh wait, you did. Oh, yeah, also. those gifts. Yeah, yeah. So so well, you want to talk about that? You could talk about no. That. I, I that was that gift. I totally forgot what what you were you were referring to. So I uh, yeah yeah. There's a glass to your right. Or some whiskey in it. Prior to setting up um, uh, this, cool. so not going to tell you what it is, not yet, um, but this is something that I was, um, had the privilege of tasting last week. Um, I won't even say where yet, because I don't want you to, to guess. I, I'm excited about this. I really, so um, someone in Illinois shared a pour with me, uh, very generous and I fell in love with it. And I said to myself, if I come across a bottle of this, I will buy it. And I did. Bought it. So I want to share it with you. See what you think. Blindly. So. Now, full disclaimer, I, I just one of my lovely children just brought home a couple of days ago, this treat from school. I mean, it was just, it was great. I don't know if it was, you know, part of art class that they, they put this together, but you know, it's just, it's always exciting to see what your kids bring home, you know, from school. And, and one of my children brought home this fantastic thing called a stomach bug. Um, and <laughs> That has kind of made its way through my house. Um, I know this is going to shock you and all 38 of our listeners. 
55. I, I, I'm like two and a half, maybe three days dry at this point. Um, wow. This would be kind of the first thing I've had since, you know, and I'm not going to lie. My, I, I, I'm worried that I'm not up to snuff. I'm going to tell you, this is equal parts kind of potpourri, like a, like a floral, and then this big cinnamon thing, like really cinnamony. Um, yeah. Am I, you get that or am I, am I off? Um, keep, keep going, keep going. We're just going to, we're just going to let you, I mean, this is massive. Like this it is, is when you, when I nose. walked in here, I could smell this. Like yes. this, this filled the room. Big nose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear you're under the weather and, and, and so is your boy. Um, you seem to be in pretty good health. I hope your olfactory senses are up to par, but I mean, you are Dixon Deadman. So yeah. Okay. You're like the the Chuck Norris of the the bourbon world, so I think you're going to be. I mean, fine. I'm just getting this this great, like it's like po- it's not floral like fresh flower. It's like floral like, but it's it's mixed with this kind of baking spice cinnamon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I can't decide. It doesn't have the this. Uh, uh, I would first lean towards this being a rye. Um, okay. I'm not getting kind of big, rich, uh, oaky sweetness. I get more of that kind of spicy, floral, younger-ish rye on the nose. Yeah. You're batting 500 so far. Yeah. Good. I'm batting 500. Okay. And I taste it, and my first thought is it's kind of this um, apple pie filling. There's like a spiced apple kind of thing. Um, that cinnamon is there, but that that kind of sweet, and not the tart, but the sweet of the Granny Smith apple thing is like what yeah. jumps across the middle of the palate. I feel like... I'm I'm tasting bitter, but I don't think the bitter's there. I think the bitter is like my palate being a little wonky. Okay. Um. But I I I, I don't. Am I supposed to guess what this is? I'm not going to be. No, honest. I just wanted you to taste it. I, I like I said, I, I'm really excited. So I was in uh, Central Illinois, uh, Rantoul, Illinois, actually, and a uh, uh, gentleman. Um, that, that owns a place called ET's, um, great restaurant, whiskey bar, all the things, he, he, great selection. Um, and Eric broke out all of the heavy hitters. It was, it was great. And this one stood out the most. This was one of my favorites. So I'm going to show you what it is. Came across this bottle while here in Kentucky. Like I said, if I ever came across it, I would have to buy it. So this is the Boss Hog. Okay. Number nine. I'm going to let you take a look. Straight rye whiskey finished in Greek fig nectar scratch Ventura barrels. Delicious. 
Big nectar. Wait, so when you said I was only batting 500, what did I, oh, that it was young, younger? How- oh, I thought 500 was good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying, I was like, I don't know anything about football. I got one out of two, right? Shows <laughs> you how much I know about sports. There you go. Okay, I get the I get the fig thing. Um, I think it comes out of that base. Yeah, I was just really, really excited about this siren song, Boss Hog. What is a scratch tintura barrel? Sure, I was hoping you would know. Um, siren song, probably okay. <laughs> unique liquor born in the. Peloponnesian city of Patras. Okay, so this is this is that this is Canadian. So it's it's gonna be it's not that super high rye, big spicy thing. Right, right. Um and I guess it's there's no there's no age statement on this, right? Seeing an age statement on here either. Well, look, I'm a fan. It's, Me too. It's, uh, it's exceptional. It, I mean, you, it, it was crazy the way this literally filled this room, like the nose of this yeah. filled the room. Yeah. Big nose, very heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And then something else too. Um, this is uh, shared with me um, by some, some folks that I met that were on the bourbon trail this last week. Um, they had a tour by Freddie Johnson, Freddie Johnson over at uh, Buffalo trace. And, and one of the things that he shared with them and um, I'll, I'll summarize real quick was he suggested taking a, a bottle, special bottle, um, you know, sharing it with friends and having them sign it. And then each time you, you open that bottle and share it with someone, have them, you know, write the date on it, write the, I'm going to have you sign that bottle at the end of this episode. And um, that's going to be a, a, keeper you know long-term bottle for me um not gonna finish we're not gonna put that one away by the end of this episode i guarantee that no unless you're really thirsty (laughs) no i I think that's cool and i've I've seen that um yeah i think it's 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 a it's great advice i've seen it in in certain um you know circumstances where people can actually say they look at one of these bottles and they say, so this, I tasted this with this person and it was yeah. here at that event or, or, or whatever. And you know, just, it, it, it kind of makes, it makes not only for a cool story, but it, you know, it, it, it helps you remember what's so special about that bottle and right. how you enjoy it and how you, you know, yeah. I'm nostalgic like that. And so I really appreciate that. I thought that was great. They asked me, they had a bottle of Elmer, Elmer T. Lee. Um, and they asked me to sign it and wrote cool. the date on there. So that was so special for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to take that, carry it forward. I, I think Freddie's got a, uh, that, that's a great idea. I don't know if he stole that idea from others, but it uh, sounds like a, a pretty popular thing. So, this is a special bottle as a special episode or in a special, special town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So awesome. it's funny. <clears throat> we were, talking about you know doing our show prep and we talk a lot about our show prep and you know and really we really spend a lot of time um oh look look at this our our incredible producer 
tintura or tintura, named after the Italian word for tincture, is a liqueur produced since the 15th century in the Greek port city of Patras. Traditionally, tintura is flavored with cloves, cinnamon, nutmeg, and citrus mm. fruits. This modern day interpretation is based on grape pomace distillate. Well, I'm not going to say I nailed it, but I nailed it. <laughs> you nailed I mean, it. I, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, so what does that mean? You're betting a thousand? Is that, is that, yeah, it's better than 500. Okay. I thought 500 was good. Uh, okay. Well, it, good it, thing it, we're not talking in, about. It's baseball terms. This is not a baseball podcast. Yeah. <sighs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You, do, you do that one later. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you, Myrden, for teeing that up. That's good to have a producer on the side there. It's like Joe Rogan's podcast. They, they pull, mm -hmm. yeah. somebody pulling stuff up. Man, that's, that's great. I think that's the first time we've utilized that or at least talked about it, but yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So one of the things that came up in our conversation was, was, and I, we've kind of touched on this before, but you know, pivoting and pivoting, pivoting. um, and, and, and unforeseen circumstances that, you know, and, and we've talked about again, your, um, we, we, we talked at length one time about, you know, some of the issues you were having, like, okay, I want to build this brand. I want to go this direction. And all of a sudden that supply is not there and shoot the hell am I going to do? I go this direction or, or whatever. Um, one of the things that, that we are all, and I say, we are all not just little guys like me or, you know, guys like you, but the industry in general, one of the things, and this happened before several years ago. It was major several years ago, but it's reared its ugly head again. Is is an oak issue, and and a shortage of barrels, and just a barrel yeah. issue, you know. Um, and we can go further into this. You know, I, I I said you know five, six, eight, ten years ago, uh, one of the major needs in this industry uh, was storage. And even the big guys didn't have enough storage for their barrels. Well, right. you know, there are companies that have made a small fortune building rick houses left and right. All the big, big guys are buying land out in the middle of nowhere for uh, storage of their products and, and, and storage is, a, you know, and then, you know, we talked, um, I, I was also saying that with storage, one of the, one of the, you know, the byproducts of, of, of all this growth and, and, and the, the number of barrels being made is that down the road, there's going to be a significant need for bottling. Right. Um, you know, a lot of the, the big players, they bottle their own stuff, but brands, new brands, startup brands, uh, non-distilling producers, you know, where do you go to get this bottled? And, and, you know, most of the time, you rely on your bottlers to handle things like your TTB permitting, your colas, you know, they, they do all the paperwork and the filing and the tax filing and all that stuff for you. And, and, and finding a good reputable bottler uh, was a challenge. And, and you see, you know, what like Bardstown Bourbon Company did with building their bottling line and hell, they're okay. talking about doubling it now uh, because of that need and you know, whatever. And, and, and all of a sudden, we're starting to see all these new distilleries come online and all this new distillate coming off these, you know, and, and there's only so many cooperages and right. there's only so many people that have access to oak that can, you know, put, you know, put the barrels together and, and, and then, you know, 
you know, it's, it's just they're they're sold out and they're sold out beyond their capacity, and everybody needs more barrels. And you can't make an oak tree grow any faster than right. it's going to grow. Um, I, and and you know, when you brought up pivot. And you said pivot and oak shortage. And, and I'm just going to tell you, you know, I find myself in, in that situation big time. I and mean, when you build a concept and a brand on double oaking on multiple right. double oak yeah. exposure, um, you know, that, that's a huge part of what we're doing with two XO. That's a huge part of, 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 you know, and, and access to that oak. And when you say, hey, I, I need 200 new barrels. And then you say, I need 200 new barrels. And it's not for new fills. It's actually for a double barreling. It's like, well, right. you know, um, and you got to be nimble and you got to be able to pivot and you got to be able to do, you know, so. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it, it's just like as this industry grows, there's a new, there's a new challenge. <laughs> waiting around every corner absolutely yeah every corner literally yeah um it's just i've had that conversation multiple times this week yeah absolutely all the things glass and and now and and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna name drop again uh steve nally see i, I think i'm a, a big steve nally fan fanboy. I'm, I'm coming clean i'm matter of fact just just sat down next to him yesterday and had lunch so Really have him. Did you get to touch him? Did you... <laughs> I didn't touch him. Our 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 elbows <laughs> met when reaching for. <laughs> you know, actually, we we sat in a in a classroom together doing some blending, and and uh, yeah, just have a lot of respect for him. He, he's he's a he's a class A guy. I I thought about him. Uh, almost asked him if, or even showed him the, the episode where, um, we were talking. I was quoting him and hoped that I didn't. Um, get it incorrect and you made the comment about Steve Nelly. You want to see Steve Nelly kick my ass. Um, but but they'll pay good money for that. But but then I but then I looked at him and I got scared. Um he, he's he's a big man. Um <laughs> but all joking aside, that yesterday Steve was talking about exactly that, you know, kind of barrel shortage and anticipating 2024, 2025, um, it being a much larger problem than it is now in the near future so yeah you know and hence 2xo oh, yeah. two two times yeah th th thanks for the hat by the way the, the, the golden, golden shield it does and it fits nicely you know this is yeah i like that i yep i you recruited me so i'm out pimping the 2xo brand now with this uh perfectly fitting fitted hat um but yeah I, i've had to pivot a number of times myself with all of the things, you know, it's interesting how many lessons I've learned the hard way, um, you know, getting the cart before the horse, whether it be with class or, um, um, you know, barrels or, or labels, even labels is a big one because labels. And, and by the way, I want to back up you, you threw out a couple of terms there and I just wanted to, we're not necessarily talking to those that know what a cola is or know what the TTB is, or I don't even know what that I, is. You just have to have it to put stuff in a bottle. Like you know. that's what, well, that's what, so the TTB is the federal government, you know, and for those that aren't aware of what, you know, the, that process, there's a lot of work that a lot of effort that goes through changing sometimes depending on how, um, 
you know, how many variables might change on the labels, whether it's a blend or, um, you know, I, but we're, we're scaling out. So now I've got to start considering some of the recycle information that they've put on a few of the states. And, uh, but you make those changes and, you know, you've got to go through that procedure where you get your artist involved and then you, um, you know, have to get it approved prior to printing those labels. So you get it approved through the TTB, which is the federal government and the government has to take a look at all of the, they have their criteria to have the government warnings and so forth. And those things, make sure that the fonts are exactly um, compliant and then get the labels printed. Well, um, you know, I've run into that challenge where we had the labels and the, the bottles were on the way found out, well, the bottles are on back order and, and then you're scrambling with, uh, um, you know, do we, do we get new labels? Do we pivot and find a new bottle? And that's what we ended up doing was, was pivoting and, and finding a new bottle. So, um, it all worked out, but that's just it. If you don't pivot, if you don't adapt, improvise, overcome, you know, use some of my Marine Corps, uh, terminology, um, then you just collapse on yourself and yeah, die. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I got a million stories about that stuff. If, right. For example, we've, we've talked about the confiscated um yeah. product before and maybe yeah well at one point we submitted the confiscated label and you know one of the things that they're supposed to do when they look at your label is yes have you checked all the boxes you got your proof and your abv and your surgeon general's warning and your designation and all the blah 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 but they're also tasked with making sure your label isn't misleading and you know and and that you know that there that that's a pandora's box right because at one point the question came in is well has this been are you bottling product that had been confiscated like from somewhere else it's okay. like well yeah. I, okay <laughs> no um but you know, it's kind of like, oh, did the TTB call angels envy and say, are there really angels that are envious of this? <laughs> it's just so freaking yes. stupid, but that that's just the <laughs> crap you have to go through. And I mean, you just, you, you submit a label and it goes and sits on somebody's desk and you get one person that's in a bad mood and they just hit reject and send it back to you. And you can take that same damn label with no changes and send it back. And it gets on, you know, somebody's desk that's had a nice long weekend and they're like, yeah, this looks great. It goes, you know, I mean, it's kind of the government for you, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I hope they're not listening yeah. to this, but. <laughs> well, we're also grateful when the yeah. labels do get approved and we, we do get a cola for them. So, but I, you know, I'll tell you another um, interesting story. And this is a challenge I have right now and, and something that I'm, you know, working, <clears throat> working through, build this program of 2XO and, and the double barreling for, uh, you know, is, is a real, is, is a significant part of, of what we do. You know, I mean, I love the liquid that I have access to and what I really enjoy is taking that liquid, dumping it from the barrels it's in, putting it in new barrels, playing with different char levels, creating you know, really kind of manipulating is the wrong term, but, but really kind of building out that profile in a couple different ways so that I have these multiple components with, with, with which to work and, and blend. And, and, you know, right. you, you kind of, obviously these are, you know, you're traditionally using a 53 gallon, you know, whiskey centric barrel or whatever. Well, 
I ran into an issue where we can't get 53 gallon barrels, but you know what we can get? 60 gallon wine barrels. Yeah. So working through all of the little nuances of, okay, you know, you're averaging a 10% loss in, you know, in the first year, the barrel soaks up a lot of the liquid. So is that, you know, how does that change when you go from 53 to 60? Um, you know, what, what, if, if, if I need nine months in 53, do I need 10 months in 60? Do I need 12 months in 60? You know, it's, and, and if, is a char three in 60 going to do the same thing that a char three in 53 is going to do? And it's just kind of like, you know, you figure it out as you go, you go along, but you know, it's, it's, it's always, it's always interesting. Then, you know, you take that a step further and that's why I chose to store these in a, in a palletized location because in a traditional rick house, a 60 gallon barrel doesn't fit in the rick. So it's going right. to have to go on the floor. Well, on the floor, um, you know, it's not going to, but in a, in a palletized, more air, more circulation, you know, they're all yeah. going to kind of be the same. So, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's, every time you think, okay, I've got this figured out. We were ordering these barrels. We get them. I, you know, do this twice a year, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, oh, wait, we're, you know, just pivot, pivot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you struck a chord there when you, so you start, you pivot to a 60 gallon barrel. Um, Are you familiar with these? I think it's called broken barrel. I thought you were going to say tinchura. Tinchura. Big nectar. (laughs) Are you familiar with broken barrel? I came across that the other day. I didn't go look at it, the the label in detail, but I think these are um, assuming totes or, or, you know, larger vessels with broken barrel components in them. That's how they're aging this, this whiskey. I, I need to look, I need to do, I should, probably should have done some research for open my mouth. Maybe our producer will pop up some information on broken barrel as we're, as we're talking about it. Are you familiar with this? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I was just wondering, you know, what, what your thoughts are on that. If that's what in fact is going on is, you know, basically putting, um, 53 gallons or more in, into a container and adding broken staves, into I mean, it. once again, you can do that, right. but, and you can age it like that for as long as you want, but the age of the liquid doesn't change from the time it was put in that tote, you know? So no, no, no. I mean, it, once it, once it comes out of a new charred oak container, right, right. It, you know, so if you do that with yeah. two year old, you can say, yeah, this is two year old that has been interacting with new oak for an additional 15 years, if you want to, but it still still has to by law say that it's two years. So it's a daggone monsoon outside. It is a monsoon out there. Yeah. It's uh, the, the rain's coming in sideways. I don't know if you can hear that in the, it's it's a lot, a lot of liquid, Hmm. (laughs) not not the favorable kind. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I, we're, I, it's interesting. And you see a lot of that now. I mean, you're starting to see a lot of, um, shit, I can't read all that. 
um, you're starting to see a lot of uh, the in, uh, innovation, like loose term, but people are pivoting because of these things, right? They're, yeah. you know, yeah. we want to get something out. So um, there's a, I was talking to some, some people who were using this, this micro oxygenation technique, which is right. basically they take liquid that's been in a barrel, maybe a year. Um, and they either leave it in the barrel and add chips to it, or they put it in a tote, they add chips to it. Then they have the equivalent of almost like a pump in a fish tank. And it's got a little tube that goes into the barrel or the tote. And every 15 seconds, it shoots a blast of air in there, which agitates the liquid, uh, which, you know, causes it to interact with the chips or cubes that are in there. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a method to, um, you know, to supposedly make stuff that's whatever, you know, a year old tastes like it's five years old or, or right, whatever, right. you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, every, you know, one, because of a, a barrel shortage and two, because most everybody that gets into this is not willing to wait six or eight years from the time they lay down something to, to get something to, to market. Right. You know, we're, we're, all, you know, everybody's kind of trying to, um, cut a corner yeah. and I, I don't mean cut a corner in a bad way, but like, is how do you, how do you make something happen faster than just the natural progression of what people did for ever? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I mean, you can fake it, but maturations, timely process, right? You can't, can't speed up the clock. But, you know, there's things, I mean, there's, we talked about that before. There's this sonic way, mm-hmm. aging, you know, motion, there's Solara, there's, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. You know, speed metal, crank some high decibel speed metal into the, in the warehouse. And, and I think you just get angry whiskey, <laughs> but yeah. But, so Shark boat. Yeah. <laughs> running up and down the Mississippi. We may have to pivot out of here if we, uh, the rain comes down any harder. Well, yeah, that's that's it. I'm sure I'm sure you having done this as as long as you have, and and especially being as successful as you've been, um, that you've had many pivots, many many opportunities to improvise and, um, yeah, I mean, I, create a new path. When I was I heard my dad say it one time, I think I've talked about this before, but you know, when, when people ask what my dad, you know, my dad's role at the end was, I remember one time he said he was a fireman and somebody looked at him like, what? And he was like, yeah, I just, I just put out fires, you know? And, and, you know, it's, I think being in, in, you know, small business, uh, independent business owner or whatever. I mean, that's, that's what you, that's what you do, right? You just, there's a problem and you've got to solve it. And yeah. And I'm, you know, I, I don't, I think you can either get all worked up about the issue you're facing, or you could say, okay, what, you know, how, how do we get around this? How do we get over it? How do we, how do we fix this? How do we, yeah. how are we going to survive? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 when I first got here earlier, we were talking about distribution and that was, my general statement was it's problem solving. It's, mm-hmm. it's going down this path, solving problem after problem. 
and if you don't solve the problem, then you're dead in the water. But these are all you're right. You're absolutely right. Every every turn, there's a there's a, a potential hurdle. Um, they're all learning lessons, though. They're they're definitely you know stuff to apply going forward. I've I've had my fair share just, you know, releasing multiple products at, at once. Um being cut off from the, the, the glass manufacturer or even um, you know, barrels or aged product, that sort of thing. But uh yeah. We could probably go on and on and on. I, all day. I, yeah, I I just I I remember finally reaching that point running the end and everything when I thought, oh man. Things are going too well. That's usually <laughs> when shit hits the fan. You know what I mean? Like you get, yeah. you know, like you, when, whenever you find that, like, oh, there's a sense of security here. We got, yeah. I got the right team. I got the, you know, it's like and you just start looking over your shoulder. Like, right, like, kinda, so. <laughs> Meteorite's gonna hit and destroy everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I know you've got multiple events to attend uh, later this evening. So, um, you know, I. I'm always happy to have you here. Um, fun to, to do this uh, across the table from you. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I think we're, we're, I like where we're going with this. I hope, you know, we're getting, uh, building an audience. We are building an audience. Yeah. Um, the other thing that, that uh, I think is really exciting is, is that, we're kind of compiling that list of, of the comments and the things that people are interested in or, or you know, want to um, want us to, to talk about or, or, or not talk about or whatever. And, and um, you know, also trying to line up some, some guests over the next little bit yep. to get on here. So, yep. Um, yep. so all good, man. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Absolutely. Actually, Thanks for indulging. Pen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign this bottle. All right. right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to find one of your silver uh, autograph bottles. Oh, you want it? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Signature on that one. Get a timestamp. Well, always a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Hopefully, we can make it out of here. Um, we're we're just about underwater, aren't we? Um, but yeah. Till next time. Yeah. Don't forget to again soon. Like, subscribe comment, share all the things, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, y'all. Cheers.